Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Pensacola Morning News, News Radio 92.3. This is Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay. Andrew McKay is on assignment this week. His assignment is rest and relaxation. I have a, I, I am guessing that he is uh, probably going to be out on his bike somewhere taking video of some beautiful Pensacola thing and uh, posting it and talking about all the great things in the community, which he always does. And so hopefully he is able to just enjoy some rest and relaxation. Uh, This hour, we're going to be joined a little bit later by Alex Andrade, State Representative District 2. He's going to be talking with us about there is a special session that is going on within regular session in Tallahassee right now. Uh, One of the biggest key marquee items are discussing in special session is Disney World and Reedy Creek and the uh, Improvement District there. And so we'll talk to him about what's in the legislation, what it actually means. I find that oftentimes that what uh, people say it means and what it actually means sometimes are different things. And then towards the end of the hour, we're going to be joined by former state representative from District 2, Frank White, who has recently announced he's going to be running to replace uh, Senator Doug Broxson, who's going to be termed out. Uh, he will be forced to retire, unfortunately, because Doug Broxson is truly one of the kindest, gentlest men in our in our region, and he is just doing wonders, and he's chairman of appropriations, so he's really going to be looking out for Northwest Florida here over the next two years, uh, and then maybe towards the end of uh, the 8 o'clock, at the beginning of the 8 o'clock hour, spend some time talking with uh, County Commissioner Robert Bender as we are getting ready for the bridge out to the beach to be fully open and operational, and what that may mean, and how that will help traffic flow as we head into what will hopefully be the busiest season out at the beach ever. Uh, On the text line, somebody asked about how we got uh, permission to fly the balloons and why didn't Homeland Security handle this. Uh, My assumption, I don't know, I'm not in Homeland Security. My assumption is that the Chinese did not get permission to fly the balloons. They... It is at least plausible. Uh, the weather and the winds were strong. Uh, Candy and I were talking before the break about how quickly the balloon got from Montana to out over the Atlantic Ocean, and I think winds were very, very strong. Uh, I think it is at least plausible, not likely, that the balloon accidentally floated into United States airspace. I think far more likely is it was Chinese spying. It. We weren't supposed to know about it. The balloon just happened to be seen by somebody Probably some rancher out in Montana looking up at the sky, saw a balloon, called it in and said, what the heck's that thing? And it was discovered. It probably was never supposed to have been discovered. And then I think that the uh, the Homeland Security team, uh, they made a decision on when to shoot it down. And that was once it cleared uh, American land space. And almost immediately, once it got over the ocean, they decided to, to bring it down. Uh, I don't know that we... It does not appear as though from what the common folks like us are being told that the Chinese had permission to fly the balloon, and then it took some time to come up with a plan to destroy the balloon. I, my, my assumption would be 
there would be some concern as to what could possibly be in the balloon. They didn't want to shoot it down over land where anybody could possibly be around. Even in the most remote areas of this country, there are hardworking farmers, ranchers, people like that that do live, and they didn't want to put any American lives in danger. And I am willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that their intention on letting it get all the way across the the country was to ensure that no American lives were in danger when they shot it down because you never know what could happen with something like that when when you shoot it down. Could it explode? Could it have chemicals in it? What could happen? So they waited till it got out of water. Um, and that's one of those things that I will um, trust them on somewhat uh, that give people the best intention. It's hard to be president of the United States, and so I think that that is – Possibly why it happened. I don't think we had any say in it happening. I don't think the government had any say in it happening. I think it was just something the Chinese were trying to get away with something and they got caught. And then we shot it down as soon as we didn't think it would pose any risk to American lives. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, There could be something far more malicious involved in it. But usually I find that the simplest answer is sometimes the most reasonable answer. And so... I think that's what happened in that case for the person who, Shannon, who sent us the message on the text line. I appreciate it. Uh, that's that's my two cents on what I think happened. It is 7.15 in the morning. It's time to check on the traffic with traffic on the fives. All right. Good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. Not yet. Anyway, um, like I said, all exits off I-10, I-110 reporting as clear. It looks like Pine Forest not showing any delays this morning. Uh, Mobile Highway also good to go. Certainly use caution. 437-1620. If you see that accident or slowdown, it's 7.15. <laughs> Jeremy Evans sits in for Andrew McKay this morning. Climate tech, climate tech, heating and cooling is what we know. Call 857 We've all heard the saying, they don't make things like they used to. Hello, everyone. Travis Thompson here from Climatech of Professional Air, your independently owned American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Fact is, new air conditioning systems are so much better than systems made just a few years ago. Our systems are more efficient and are more environmentally friendly and run so quiet you can hardly hear them. And our new systems are so much better at controlling indoor humidity in your home. And that's especially important in our area. Thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act passed by Congress last year, most high-efficiency systems even qualify for an income tax credit. Give us a call to find out more. We're just a phone call away. Climatech of Professional Air, your independently owned American Standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Climatech, Climatech, heating and cooling is what we know. across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. 
Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Catch Ballet Pensacola's special military appreciation performances Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Clark Family Cultural Center. See BalletPensacola.org for more information. The 13th Annual Kids and Critters Parade is Saturday in the Casino Beach parking lot. This year's theme is Critters Under the Sea and is open to everyone with prizes for best costume pets and mini floats. Find more at PensacolaBeachMardiGras.com. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio 923.com. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at NewsRadio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. Welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, News Radio 92.3. This is Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay. Time to check in with David Wayne in the newsroom. Well, President Biden planning to uh, tout his administration's legislative achievements at tonight's State of the Union address. I'd like to know the state of affairs, what's going on, why, what I'm looking forward to working on from this point on, what we've done. Boy, I'm not sure what's up with that audio clip, but it sounds like they didn't... Uh, didn't invest in a microphone, but in addition to uh, making his case that he's gotten a lot done and over his first two years in the White House, political analysts are also expecting him to uh, possibly begin campaigning for a second four-year term. Tyree Nichols' parents are also going to be at the State of the Union address tonight. The invitation was uh, given to them by the Congressional Black Caucus. And the uh, murder trial of South Carolina attorney Alex Murdoch continuing today. The judge expected to make a decision on whether to allow gunshot residue evidence before the jury. Uh, of course, Murdaugh, a big case uh, accused of shooting his wife and son back in 2021. I don't know if you followed any of that or not, but it's been uh, an interesting case. I I did not follow it. It's a horrible. It's a it's a crazy story. I can't. It is. I've always been one of those people who will watch like all the court shows and just follow it all, you know. And it so uh, it's kind of an interesting one. But Mm -hmm. no man, it's sad. Yeah, I've missed that one. He's he's charged with uh, killing his family. Yeah. Right. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's very sad. Most of my life is watching different versions of cartoon dogs that will save us from. (laughs) Like Bluey. Um, yeah. My <laughs> wife and I were like very slowly, like an episode of time, we'll be able to watch shows. And we just started The White Lotus. Oh, I hear that's good. And it's one episode in is great. It, I think, started like three years ago. And we're one episode into season one. And so we're doing great. <laughs> good for you guys. We just started Last of Us. Oh. Which is really good. But it's yeah, like a zombie. Zom- well, actually, I haven't seen any zombies. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really sure what's going on with that. But it's good. Yes, yeah. I hear you. It's, I've With heard our it's cats, great. I mean, they're always in our way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> sure. Uh, I love, you know, speaking of television, I love you walk into this place, and the first thing that you see is Rip from, like, tomb, uh, Yellowstone. Yes. So, like, if somebody were to come in, like, in the middle of the night, like, try to break into the place. Or the when they have to come in and do news early in the morning, they, like Candy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I had never seen Yellowstone, and they got those. Mel, who works with Brent now, yeah. she's his new work wife, new, the couple of years, and she's a huge Yellowstone fan, yeah. so I think they got those for her, but, man, they scare the... Jeremy is six yeah. one. I know. And yeah. these things are like six one. Yeah, they're huge. <laughs> they're huge. You walk in and there's Rip, Beth, and uh, the other the other guy. Yeah. But, and it's hard yeah. for me to not see him as the guy from Goodwill Hunting and all of these movies he was in when he That's was right. younger. That's right, Cole Hauser, I think. Cole yeah. Hauser, yeah, he's so, great. Yeah, 
Good for him. I it's forgot about show. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, yeah Days and Confused. Hunting, yeah. Days and Confused, uh, School Ties. Right. All those other, you know. <laughs> right, he came up yeah. with all of them. Yeah, all those early 90s high-quality movies. Tom Brady uh, has announced his retirement from football, and he is moving into the world of Fox. I think he's going to have a full year off. I fully, 100% anticipate that we are going to see Tom Brady on the Fox Channel program, The Mass Singer. He is totally going to be, that's totally part of his package. So in the year he's taking off from football, he will be on The Mass Singer. Marked my words. It will happen. Well, I he was in Ted, in, so who knows? He was in right. Ted. He was the best part. Ted, yes. Ted one and two. Yes. <laughs> now that image is in my head of what he was doing in that movie. Um, he was trying to help Ted have a baby. He, he was trying to yes. help Ted. Have, well, I don't know that he's he was trying. He's a given guy. Well, yeah, they were trying to steal <laughs> him to help. It's yeah. a great film. Yeah. They're never going to ask me back. They're, they're, you're oh, new. You're not supposed to be talking about Tom Brady and how he may or may not help. Uh, Marky Mark have a child. So... <laughs> It's a good vibration. Yep. Uh, so, anyway, uh, back to the news. Uh, the State of the Union tonight, we've been talking a lot about it. Uh, the the lead-in is obviously uh, sometimes more interesting than the actual event. Uh, the tone that people take, both on both sides of the issues, as we walk into a 2024 election cycle. The election begins tonight with what the president says. Uh, we're very interested to see what – I'm interested to see what tone he takes, what are the issues that uh, – that, that he really touches on, obviously, um, police actions and the relation between our nation's police force and the African-American community at large is going to be a part of it. Tyree Nichols' family will be in the box with the First Lady. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how large of an issue, what is the percent of uh, the present speech that kind of focuses on these issues that have become a large part of the um, I don't know whether the identity politics, the the issues that the Africa that the Democratic Party has talked about when they talk about the issues with African Americans and the um our nation's police force, how how policing is affected by African American issues, uh, to see how that big of a of an issue that is during the president's speech tonight, to see other issues, you know, there are things such as um. Other of those kind of identity issues, the progressive issues, to see how much are we talking about um, a new climate deal? How much are we talking about uh, – the president mentioned a minimum tax on billionaires. What are the new measures the president speaks of tonight, and do they go more on the progressive side of things, uh, the the Bernie Sanders, the AOC sides of the party, or is it more the traditional Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton – uh, really, Joe Biden side of the world, where it's more the moderate, middle of the line Democrat, liberal—you know, traditional liberal Democrat versus progressive Democrat. What is it that we see moving forward tonight? And then, what is Sarah Huckabee Sanders, former press secretary for Donald Trump, as we are moving into a potential Trump versus DeSantis fight for the Republican nominee? What are her lines? How does she attack the administration? Attack the Democratic agenda? Um, and as you see these kind of messages that are beginning for uh, 2024, it begins to frame the picture of what that election will look like. Uh, so that's we've been talking about State of the Union all day. I'm sure they'll talk about it some tomorrow, but tomorrow is far less interesting than than what might happen. Is always more interesting than what actually will happen. Future news. Future news. <laughs> 
It is 725 in the morning. It's time to check in on traffic on the fives. Candy, how do the roads look out there? Traffic. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. 29 uh, was accident-free. <laughs> it looks like Wellline Road in Cantonment now showing an accident on Highway 29. Uh, use caution there. It looks like it's not a roadblock, though, so it has been moved off to the side, but certainly keep an eye out for emergency vehicles. 437-1620 uh, is the number if you want to call or text, or certainly if you have traffic tips. Uh, 437-1620. Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thank you very much, You're Candy. welcome. Uh, the, and we'll, we'll speak to, to um, Representative Andrade in about 10 minutes. We may not get around to this issue on special session. First off, it's fascinating to me that we're having a special session during a session. They wanted to address a couple of issues right away, and I'm actually going to talk to him about why you would have a special session during the middle of another legislative session. But one of the issues they are talking about is meeting about voter fraud. Voter fraud and election integrity has become such a central tenet of Republican grassroots voters. Governor DeSantis has created a, you know, he created a whole voter fraud police force, uh, an election crimes unit, I think is its proper name. Uh, and there are a couple of bills that are going to be passed during special session that are supposed to be tweaking and helping the governor and his ability to monitor election fraud, uh, to monitor who is and who cannot vote and what conditions are out there to prevent and require some – what conditions are out there to – somebody may have to provide an ID, what IDs are acceptable, what all that happens when you allow someone to vote. And I think the very, very interesting question about any time you deal with election integrity, you have a balance. And the balance is between I want every American who has the ability to vote to be able to vote. I think that the situation in our system works best when everybody participates in it. However, I don't think that it is a um, barrier to require somebody to present some kind of identification to prove that they are who they are. And anytime you balance security and voter integrity, you are going to decrease some level of openness. That's what happens with most laws. And so I think there's constantly a balance that happens when you're talking about election integrity, and it's such a forefront thing that we talk about these days of how do we balance making sure that the election is fair and that the election is open. And I think it's constantly a balance. You see the same thing in you travel to D.C. to go to the Capitol building. After September 11th, after January 6th, the Capitol building has become more secure. So how much does that prevent you, the openness of visiting you go to D.C., you take your family. How easy is it for you to see Congressman Matt Gates? When I worked in D.C., you could just walk in the office. You can't do that any anymore. And how do we balance this security versus access, security versus openness? Because it's two things that, that throughout many aspects of life and many aspects of uh, any kind of laws that are made, it's this constant fight. And I think in election integrity, it's very interesting. We want elections to be open but we also want them to have integrity and be fair. And any time that you pass any law or any initiative that's going to increase voter integrity, election security, you're going to decrease openness slightly. And I think that balancing those two is very important. I think a lot of the laws that we have in place in Florida are really good laws. And if the rest of the state were, or the rest of the country were able to emulate what we had, we wouldn't have a lot of waiting five, six, seven days for election results. 
we'll be able to count election results almost on the day of. And the quicker these things get done, the less conversations there are about, well, it took eight days, what kind of shenanigans is going on? There's more faith in the election process when it is done in an efficient uh, manner that is that is quick and it is all of those good things. And so I think that what the governor's doing, tightening up some laws, uh, you know, dotting some I's, crossing some T's is all very, very wise. And I am supportive of the governor and what he's doing. Uh, I'm sure that if we get a chance to talk to Representative Andrade, we can find out the specifics of what election laws they're kind of going back and, and ensuring are correct. Uh, but I think that it's important to do so. However, we should also be mindful that we don't want to make elections so secure that they don't become free and open. Uh, it is 7.30 in the morning. I'm Jeremy Evans. I'm filling in for Angel McKay, who is on vacation this week on Pensacola Morning News. What's coming up in your news, David? Well, the state planning to pursue the death penalty for the man accused of shooting and killing an Okaloosa County deputy in December. Also, Senator Marco Rubio says the president's not being honest about the Chinese spy balloon. Those stories and more after Fox News. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. It's about 36 hours now since an earthquake took down thousands of buildings in Turkey and Syria. Search and rescue teams are working in snow and freezing rain to find anyone trapped. Survivors who've lost homes and loved ones huddle around a wood fire. We haven't eaten anything since morning, says this man. Our children are very hungry. Morale is lifted when someone is pulled out alive. Fox's Jonathan Savage. More than 5,000 deaths are confirmed. President Biden's State of the Union address tonight could double as an early re-election campaign speech. Ohio House Republican Jim Jordan says he assumes the speech will be just fine, but that the American people know the facts. They know that everything costs more. They know that energy costs more. They know that there is no longer a border. Uh, you know, the, the, the border is not a border now. The president speaks to a joint session of Congress at 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight at the Capitol. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731 News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne, 59, partly cloudy in Pensacola. The state attorney's office confirming they do plan to seek the death penalty against the man charged with killing Okaloosa Sheriff's Corporal Ray Hamilton. In a statement, State Attorney Ginger Madden says the attack and killing of Corporal Hamilton was, quote, particularly merciless and cruel. 43-year-old Timothy Price Williams is charged with first-degree murder for fatally shooting Hamilton on Christmas Eve. The controversial open container ordinance in downtown Milton unanimously voted down yesterday. That ordinance would have let residents carry an open container of alcohol in downtown Milton. Some businesses believed it may have been a boost for the local economy, but uh, several residents in town spoke out against it last night. I'm 100% against it. I've always been against all that extra alcohol and all down there. So please, pretty please, end it here. Elmira Street, where it's proposed. I'm at the end of Elmira Street, my home. On that street are several residents. The Milton police chief also thought it was a bad idea. In the end, the Milton City Council voted the draft ordinance down unanimously. Some more criticism of the Biden administration from Senator Marco Rubio. He says China knew what they were doing with that balloon. They felt bold enough to fly this thing entering over Idaho through Montana, the Midwest of the United States. I mean, literally cut a diagonal path right across the middle of the continental U.S. That's never happened before. And then, you know, obviously exiting off the East Coast uh, and, and felt like they didn't have anything to fear about it. 
Rubio's comments made on Tucker Carlson last night that balloon flew over a lot of the U.S. mainland, also passed several military installations before it was shot down. Several animals were removed from a property in Century over the weekend. Officials say there were two horses and a pony left on a property on Killam Road. The residents had apparently moved about a year ago. Occasionally, they were coming by to feed the animals. However, when the animals were removed Saturday, they were malnourished. North Escambia reporting the animals were taken in by the Panhandle Equine Rescue. One of the horses, unfortunately, did not survive. The sheriff's office says charges are pending based on the outcome of the investigation. Scambia Sheriff's Office looking for two people wanted for questioning in connection to a recent homicide. Deputies say they'd like to speak with 47-year-old Brian Anthony Cherry and 41-year-old Danielle Malden. Last Tuesday, man was found dead near Blue Angel Parkway in Lillian Highway. If you have any information, contact the Sheriff's Office or call Crime Stoppers. SpaceX launching a high-power Spanish communications satellite yesterday. One. That launch happening at Cape Canaveral's Space Force Station. The satellite's going to be used by government and corporations in the Americas, Greenland, and along the Atlantic Ocean Air and Maritime Shipping Corridors. Florida Department of Children and Families investigating after complaints were made against a deacon at the Little Flower Catholic Church in Pensacola. The Diocese of Pensacola, Tallahassee, says the complaints were made by three Catholic school students. The deacon not uh, won't be serving in the ministry until the investigation has been completed. The diocese says the alleged incident didn't happen at the school, but at mass. And so far, no charges have been filed. It is 735 News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at your... Uh traffic on the fives. Candy, what are you seeing? Uh, Highway 29 and Well Line Road in Cantonment showing a vehicle crash this morning, but no roadblocks. Certainly watch emergency vehicles on scene. This is brought to you by Christina Leavenworth and the Leavenworth team. If you're thinking about selling your house, don't waste another day. Contact Christina Leavenworth and the Leavenworth team today. ChristinaLeavenworth.LevenRinkeyRealty.com Traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. We do have a small chance of rain for today. 20% chance of showers after 3 p.m. Otherwise, partly sunny skies with a high near 71. As you go into the overnight period, we will still have a tiny chance of rain with mostly cloudy skies, low near 63. For Wednesday, 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy otherwise with a high near 74. And Wednesday night, 30% chance of rain with a low near 65. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. Thanks, Brooke. 59 cloudy skies, partly cloudy skies in Pensacola, 60 in Gulf Breeze and 51 now in Milton. Our next news at 8, breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. I'm Jennifer Koshenko with your Money Now. The job market for information technology professionals shrank in January for the first time in over two years. A sign that IT staffers are facing the same scrutiny as workers in other positions and sectors as companies slow spending. The IT sector lost 4,700 jobs last month. Until January, roles in IT had mostly been protected from the sweeping layoffs at major tech companies like Amazon and Alphabet. Disney's dominion over its Magic Kingdom in Florida may be coming to an end. Republicans in Florida's House of Representatives have filed a bill that would dramatically alter the governance and even change the name of the Reedy Creek 
Improvement District, a special tax district near Orlando that has allowed Disney to self-govern the land that houses its Disney World Resort for more than 50 years. The move is a culmination of GOP efforts floated last year to rein in Disney's special tax status, though it stopped short of eliminating it outright. On Wall Street Futures this morning, little changed. That's your money now. Robin Zimmern with the University of West Florida. The Military and Veterans Resource Center at UWF is an integral part of our Pensacola campus by serving the large military audience at our university. Join us on the Pensacola Expert Panel as we share the details, resources, and ways to get involved with MVRC at UWF. Tune in this Thursday at 9 a.m. to learn more about the UWF MVRC. That's this Thursday on Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. news team. The Baldwin County Sheriff's Office says despite the rough and wooded terrain, they were able to quickly locate the two Navy pilots who were forced to eject from their T-6B Texan II trainer. Sheriff Huey Mack says after the pilots ejected, heavy wind gusts blew their parachutes a good distance away from where the plane crashed. The pilots are assigned to Training Air Wing 5 out of NAS Whiting Field. On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Filling in for Andrew McKay on Pensacola Morning News, News Radio 923. Now we are blessed to be joined by State Representative for District 2, Alex Andrade. Representative Andrade, how are you this morning? Hey, good morning, Jeremy. I don't know if anyone's ever said uh, they've been blessed or uh, have me speak with them, but I appreciate it. Uh, All the time. I do. And uh, Alex, you are. First off, explain this to me a little bit. You guys have are in the process of having committee weeks, but right now you're also in the middle of a special session. Is that accurate? Yeah. Um, so we're having a special session, uh, but we're also doing our regular kind of committee week stuff, like reviewing the governor's proposed budget and preparing for session. So are these issues that the governor just didn't particularly want to, or, or the, the, the governor and the legislative team, didn't want to wait till actual session to address. They wanted to get it addressed as soon as possible. Um, yeah, some of these are time sensitive. Okay, um, that's, that's generally the purpose of special session. Is you know things that need to become law gotcha. earlier than the end of session, which is scheduled for the first few weeks of May. Gotcha. And then, um, so one of the big issues that has been talked about off and on over the last, I don't know, nearly twelve months is. Uh, what's going on with Disney World and their special independent district? Uh, there is some legislation that is going to be forth. Uh, it may have already passed or will be passed today dealing with uh, or possibly passed today dealing with that Reedy Creek uh, special district. What exactly is the legislation if it passes and is signed into law? What will it do? So uh, one of the big question marks, from our special session related to Disney World, uh, 
middle of last year was, you know, what's going to happen to the, the bonds that Reedy Creek had issued? It was operating as a governmental entity. Uh, and how is it going to be operating in the future? Uh, the bill that's been filed in the Florida House, House Bill 9B, um, is designed to address those questions so that, you know, there's there's no one private entity operating as a government in the state, um, bringing it more, more in line with what governments are expected to do, local governments are expected to do in Florida, provide more oversight and make sure that the private company that issued all that debt, you know, close to a billion dollars for the debt, is still responsible to pay back that debt. Gotcha. Uh, what other items may be upcoming forth in this special session? I know there's some stuff on election integrity, um, a few other things that I saw that may be up in the special session. Yeah, so we were creating uh, we, we created that law enforcement entity to, to go investigate uh, violations of election law in Florida. Uh, we're now empowering a, a statewide prosecutor, which we have in, already in Florida, to prosecute crimes that travel across county borders. Um, but we're establishing prosecutors whose specific jobs are to go and prosecute those crimes once that law enforcement entity actually identifies those crimes. Um, we're also, you know, addressing some of those the, the questions that were um, raised when, you know, the governor flew some folks over to Martha's Vineyard a few months back. Yeah. Um, making it abundantly clear that the state's going to continue allowing um, voluntary um, participation in some of these um, trips in the future. Um, and we're, you know, addressing things like name, image, and likeness for, for college athletes. Um, you know, I think that one, one question that folks had was, what was the time needed? Like, why, why did we need to have a, a special session on name, image, and likeness issues? Oh, well, recruiting's happening right now for, for colleges across the country. So we wanted to make sure that Florida's laws did not get in the way at all with the recruiting activities of our of our state universities that are making sure their football teams and basketball teams and other sports are you know set up for the next season. Awesome. Uh, so we're also preparing to enter into a regular session. What pieces of legislation are you carrying that you're particularly excited about for this this actual legislative session that will be in May? So I filed uh, four bills so far. Um, the, the ones that I filed so far, are, you know, one trying to you know regulate this product called kratom. It's just it, you know it's kind of like when you think about spice back in the day before it got regulated. Um, the product that you know it's legal to consume and purchase right now, but there are some significant risks and harms that come with people who are you know purchasing it and maybe abusing it. So just making sure that we have guardrails up. The, you know, not outright ban new substances, um, but to make sure that they're they're safely consumed and safely sold. Um, I'm also trying to make sure that, you know, grandmothers who bail their grandkids out of jail don't have their, you know, cash bonds that they post taken from them to pay for the debts of their grandkids um, or friends or colleagues. Um, I'm trying to protect some, some victims of human trafficking and elder abuse from... Um, you know, debt collectors calling them and harassing them at all hours of the day and night. Um, I'm trying to think what is the, the fourth. But if you go to myfortinhouse.gov, you can look at every bill that every legislator's filed so far, and you can, you can search them however you like. 
Well, Alex, uh, I would be remiss if I did not say, um, I think you have shared this on social media, that Alex is a new father. He has a child that is, uh, like what, you're not even two weeks old yet, right? Is that accurate? Yeah, she was, yeah, baby Gillian, I call her Gillian, was born on January 27th. So I just want to say that it's always um, a service to have anybody go, for you to go and leave your family and go to Tallahassee and serve us and represent our interests, but particularly with a newbornest of newborns at home. I just want to say thank you because I know that that time is precious and uh, that you being on the road serving us is is not always the easiest thing, but particularly in this moment in your life that you're taking that time. I just, from, from me, I wanted to thank you for what you're doing and the time you're taking away from your family uh, because it is precious time and, and, we, and it just shows you have a servant's heart and I'm grateful for that. Well, thanks, Jeremy. Yeah, I, I changed Gilly's diaper at, I think, 3.30 this morning, and then I got on the road to Tallahassee. So I'm very excited to get home later this week. Well, drive safely. Hopefully you're not too tired as a new dad. Get some sleep if you can. Uh, best of luck to you. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That was Representative Alex Andrade, District 2. State House here in Florida, and it's time for Traffic on the Fives, Candy. All right, taking a look around. That's neat. New dad, Alex Andrade, as we take a look around uh, the area. Highway 29 and Wellline Road in Cantoma, it's showing an accident, but no roadblock. Again, watch for emergency vehicles on scene. Another accident, uh, Blue Angel Parkway and Lillian Highway in Pensacola. I'm showing it's clear, but uh, again, watch for emergency vehicles there. And then Highway 29 and I-10, the westbound entrance uh, to I-10, showing an accident with no roadblock. It looks like it has been moved off to the side. See an accident or traffic tips 437-1620. It's News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. What will be your legacy? Remember, it's not about what you make. It's about what you get to keep and enjoy in retirement and eventually pass along to the folks you love. Alpha Star Wealth Management is committed to putting you first. They're committed to building a retirement plan that fits your needs and objectives and to help guide you through the market's highs and lows and life's unforeseen challenges. Visit alphastarwealth.com or call 850-437-3127. Alpha Star Wealth Management. Your prosperity is their priority. Hey, this is Dr. Ben McMillan. I do a show on the Pensacola Expert Panel. We talk about your health problems. Let me educate you about the Activator Method of Adjusting, which offers a safe and effective alternative to traditional manual adjustments. So whether you've been hurt in a car accident or have been suffering from back or neck pain, chiropractic care could be your solution and not just a temporary fix. Join me this Friday on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons 4 to 7. After Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Jeremy, I'm sorry, I get lost in the Beastie Boys, and it is, uh, it is, it's sometimes I start singing songs in my own head and realize I need to get on the radio. This is Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay, Pensacola Morning News, News Radio 1620. Uh, head over to David Wayne for headlines in the newsroom. David? 
President Biden says the Chinese spy balloon incident will not change his State of the Union address tonight. He uh, talked to reporters yesterday. The president said uh, it was always his idea to shoot the balloon down as soon as, as, as it was safe to do so. He says he'll be talking to the American people about what he's accomplished tonight and what he wants to achieve. Honda issuing a do not drive warning. For several older vehicle models with uh, faulty airbag inflators, the company says about 8,200 cars with Takata Alpha driver's side airbags are still on the road. They say those inflators can rupture in the event of a crash and send uh, dangerous metal fragments towards the driver's face. The models that may have the uh, unrepaired airbags are Honda Accords, Civics, CRVs, Odysseys, Pilots, Akira's. And uh, CL vehicles made between 2001 and 2003. And SpaceX founder and CEO Elon Musk says he wants to launch the Starship prototype into orbit next month. Musk tweeted about the uh, first orbital test of the vehicle. He said it would happen once a few remaining tests are completed. That includes test firing all 33 engines on the super heavy rocket that will lift Starship into space. Thank you so much, David. I have no doubt that. If there's anybody who Elon Musk seems like that like crazy genius guy mm-hmm. who some of the stuff he's going to do is going to be absolute failures, but if there's anybody that's going to get us to Mars, it will probably be Elon Musk. He got us back to space, and uh, it is a uh, it's just he's he's a crazy genius. I can't imagine what it would be like just to hang out with him for 24 hours. I know. I and just I, see all of the he was crazy on Joe things. Rogan. Like I always watch his podcast yeah. whenever yeah. he's on something. Yeah. Or- <laughs> He's just, so. yeah, he's amazing. And I can't imagine going from Twitter to SpaceX to Tesla to all different worlds. And it's it's crazy. And he hosted SNL. Not the worst. No, it was not the <laughs> thought worst. thought it was pretty neat, yeah. <laughs> uh, there are some new travel reports out across the state of Florida. The um, Miami airport, Miami International Airport, surpassed Orlando International Airport as having 50.6 million versus 50.1 million uh, travelers, uh, but I think the biggest thing is that it was a highest year that Florida's ever had an airplane travel as folks are coming here, and I think that you see it um, even here locally. I think Pensacola Airport is shattering records nearly every day, every year that they're by month over month over month. We're getting more and more travelers that are coming here to Pensacola, and I think we're seeing more people coming to the state of Florida to hang out, to spend time, see our beautiful beaches, spending time in South Florida. It's interesting to see that South Florida is overtaking Disney World as in Orlando as a place that travelers are coming to um, into the United States. Uh, it is, um, it's just amazing to see that. I think it's great information to see. It's great to see that so many people are coming into Florida because what is important for us as Floridians, if you live here, the more people that are traveling here, the more people that are spending money on things, and we are a sales tax-driven um, state. We get all of our money from sales tax. So the more people that come in from out of state to pay our taxes, the less taxes that we have to pay. And so I'm a big fan of people traveling into the state of Florida and buying things because the more money that we can get from people coming from outside of the state is far better than me paying it. Uh, we don't have income tax. Our property taxes are relatively reasonable, uh, relatively. And uh, sales taxes are high, but they're not as high as some other places. Alabama has higher sales taxes than us, and they have income tax. But we have so many people traveling from around the state, and the more and more and more people we have that travel here from around the state and around the world, the less that we have to spend. And I think that's why here in the state of Florida, 
it's always important to keep an eye on what those travel numbers are doing because they are, you know, it's great. It's great for jobs in Central Florida and things like that. But every dollar that some spends, somebody spends in Central Florida is dollars that go into the state coffers, which is money that is then spent here in Northwest Florida and or not taken from people who live in Northwest Florida. And so that's why I always like to keep an eye on what's going on with the tourist reports because it is such a large place of where we get all of our um, our revenue in the state is through the sales taxes. And so it's great to see. It's important to see that not only is Disney World popular in Orlando and kind of theme park Central Florida, but also Miami, that South Florida is also extraordinarily popular. I think you see places like Southwest Florida the hurricane did some some damage to uh, you going further south, like the Naples area. But Sarasota, hugely just booming, building, all of those kind of things. And all of that is good for our sales tax dollars, which lower the revenue for us. Uh, in the news today, also, just because I we're here watching the television, some great news out of Turkey. They have just pulled a couple of young children out of the rubble from the earthquake, which it's always amazing to see that once as something happens, they are continuing to have have success. So uh, if you have not missed the news, there was a significant uh, her, uh, earthquake in Turkey. Uh, the death toll is over 5,000. But the wonderful news is they are continuing to pull some folks out of the rubble. And you always like to see that that they're able to still find life and life continues on. It is um, hugely important that they continue. And, and all of my thoughts are with the rescue workers over there that are doing the best they can to help as many survivors as they can. Uh, it's going to be, it looks just the, the pictures are devastating. They're awful. Oh my gosh. It, it is, is heartbreaking. Just, it, it is heartbreaking. It's, it's really, really brutal, but they have lots of folks that are there. You know, every time we look up there, there's somebody new that they are pulling out of the rubble. So that's wonderful to see. It is 7.55 in the morning. How are the roads doing, Candy? Uh, right now, doing fine. Uh, watching uh, an accident, it looks like, on Highway 29 at the uh, turnoff. Here, let me pull this up permanently. Here we go. Highway uh, 29, uh, Pensacola Boulevard at the I-10 westbound entrance, showing an accident. Backing things up just a little bit. Backing things up on Highway 29 and Wellline Road in Cantonment, too. Not a roadblock, but slow. And Blue Angel Parkway and Lillian showing an accident. Busy intersection there. It says the roadway's clear, though, so use caution there and uh, certainly watch for emergency vehicles on scene. Looks a little slow on I-10. This is eastbound just after the uh, after exit 7 for Pine Forest. And uh, same thing yesterday. I asked, you know, if there was an accident, somebody said, no, it's just people driving slow. So, <laughs> and hopefully that's still the case. So maybe there's construction. Use caution wherever you are. 437-1620. If you see that accident or slowdown, you have traffic tips. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Back to you, good sir. Yeah, it, 755. it is 755. Here is a story, and this is, this is my nightmare, that is uh, in Suffolk County, which I believe is in New York State. It is. A woman was pronounced dead at a nursing home. The authorities came and got her, took her to the funeral home. They started to go through the process of doing what they do at a funeral home. Mm -hmm. And she woke up. She was just taking a nap. Just as the trocar was going into her. I used to do that before I was in radio. So, in New York. I know. I'm not kidding. The way you were a child actor. Yeah. That was... (laughs) But no, that's that's frightening. There's a lot of safeguards in place. So, I'm surprised they didn't catch it. That's so rare. That they, uh, at 11.15, the authorities arrived to take her. She arrived at 1.30, 
And at two oh nine, she started. They had, she was breathing and fine and awake and hey, that's good. So it's just you see the again. I should read the news more, but yeah. it's just you see these crazy stories of things that are happening, and uh, I can't imagine the trauma of being. Um, I am guessing that she is not in the best of health. That they thought that that would be oh, a possible sure, situation. Sure, I'm sure she has a, that, a faint pulse. Yeah, and, yeah. That she's probably not. She, just in general, she was not the healthiest of persons. I would hope that. Sure. They had thought it was a possibility, and then they go through and they take her to the – and then waking up and not being in the best health, and you're in a funeral home. and th- never, I just can't imagine the immediate thoughts that are going through your head. That's going to give you a good rush of life. Yeah, yeah like uh, that would definitely oh. <laughs> give you a little bit of a, uh, a you know, kind of uh, whatever they uh, – the, the, I forget what the name of the body chemical oh, is. Oh, the adrenaline. The, the adrenaline, sure. yeah. The adrenaline to – pump you up immediately and be like whoa yeah. it'd be like that scene out of fight club and now every meal is going to be the best meal you've ever had yeah so i was thinking the scene out of pulp fiction where they you know <laughs> <laughs> the 82 year old woman yeah, just... the day i bring somebody to your house you give the shot yeah right yeah. <laughs> sure sure um so just these stories that you see as you read the news every day and it's a big world that we live in but sometimes it gets very very small that it is uh uh, a woman who, you know, you get these, when you're hosting a radio show, you end up with some of these three and four minute segments. Sure. So you look for stories like, what can I talk about for three or four minutes? <laughs> Here's a great and one. And this is a good one. Yeah, yeah that is a crazy. Woman who I is... wonder if she was a Karen though. Excuse me. You know, oh, yeah. what embalming fluid are you using? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like that needle. Yeah. Did you use that needle on somebody else? <laughs> That's right. She gets all indignant yeah. about it. My yeah. makeup is not where I'd like it. Yes, yeah. this so. is. I look like a streetwalk. You know, <laughs> that happens. And of course, like in my mind, it's like old New York lady accent. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, it's Suffolk County, so you're probably right. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> calling everybody. I was just gonna do an impression of uh, Mar- Mary Hoxing is from New York City. Oh. I, she's not an old lady or anything, but no. like that. But I was gonna, do, but I'm not gonna do that. No. Just going to talk about how it's going to. Yeah. So. Sometimes we make good decisions <laughs> yeah, in life, Candy. Sometimes, sometimes this is why your name is not on the show. On yeah. occasion, <laughs> mouth <laughs> stops before brain, and it's amazing. So it is 7.59 in the morning. Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3.